Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Radio New Zealand Sports web-only programme Extra Time. I'm Stephen Hewson. In the programme this week, we preview the National Rugby League Nines competition in Auckland with Benji Marshall back in town for the first time since his departure from the Blues. Chiefs coach Dave Rennie, who's been touted as a future All Blacks coach, tells us why he's staying in New Zealand. Ben O'Keefe eyes up his new role as a Super Rugby referee. The Phoenix returned to action after a summer holiday. We talk to Amelia Kerr, the 14-year-old Wellington all-rounder who's turning heads in the cricket world. The former Kiwis captain Benji Marshall will make his first on-field appearance in New Zealand since leaving the Blues. He plays for St George Illawarra in the National Rugby League Nines competition in Auckland this weekend. Marshall didn't play in last year's event as he was playing for the Blues in an unsuccessful attempt to convert to rugby union. Marshall told Alex Coogan-Reeves he's enjoying being back. A little bit nervous to be honest. Um, you know, obviously when you haven't played a, a certain format before there's a lot of unknowns and um, you know, I've done a little bit of training or 20 minutes of it and yeah, it's pretty tough. Um, but obviously after I get a game out of the way I'll have a bit more of a feeling for how I need to play and um, just looking forward to throwing the ball around a bit to be honest. No, Quite a few young guys playing in this. You you feel like the old man having exactly. to chase them around a bit. Mate, I feel old already, looking around at some of these young blokes. But you know what? I think what's good about this tournament is it gives opportunity for guys who were unknown guys to sort of put their hand up and say, "Look, yeah, I'm going to be a star of the future." And the good thing for everyone to see is there are a lot of people that no one knows about. So you get to see the emergence and and the start of some of these young guys' careers. I mean, we've seen like Valentine Holmes last year from Canola, who just absolutely blitzed everyone and had a had a stellar season with the Sharks and. Um, yeah, had a bit, bit of a chance here with the Kiwis so you see a lot of young guys come through In terms of nerves and adapting to a new format can you compare it at all to, to what happened last year in terms of going to, to rugby union? Yeah, oh, it's it's very different I mean, you know, I played rugby league for, for 15 odd years so um, the game's a lot more familiar when you go to a different sport you're a lot more nervous because there's a lot of expectation and, and a lot more unknowns and, and that was probably a bit more nerve-wracking I'm just a bit more nervous here because some of these young guys probably try and bamboozle us old, old blokes and make us look silly. When the concept of the nines was first mooted, you talked about it as a player that would really suit nines. Do you feel that once you get into a game or two, you, you will be a player that will love the concept? Yeah, I love the concept already. You know, It promotes a lot of uh, open field footy and um, you know throwing the ball around, which I love doing. So I'm going to enjoy it, mate. Uh, I mean, I'm going to take it semi-seriously and, and have a bit of fun with it as well. But I don't really like losing, so it'll be interesting. In terms of the Dragons, uh, quad, what, time, what kind of team have you put out for, for the tournament? Yeah, I mean, we've bought um, a lot of young guys. I mean, we've bought a bit of experience as well, but um, we've got a lot of up-and-coming young guys. I mean, we've got guys like Josh Dugan, who's probably going to excite the crowd a lot. And we've got a lot of young guys like Ewan Aiken, who are going to surprise a few people. So, oh, we're looking forward to it, mate. We'll see how we go. 
And what sort of condition are you feeling in there? Have you Good, done mate. much in the pre-season and been pretty busy? It's been a long pre-season. I'm just glad it's over. That's why I'm so pumped, man, because we don't have to go and run circles around the field anymore. Um, time to play. So, yeah, I'm feeling good. It's been a tough pre-season, long one, but looking forward to playing. And are you expecting to play most games, or you just sort of see how you feel and uh, maybe sit a couple out? Or? Yeah, no, I'll probably play every game. Um, yeah, I'll, as a ball player and a playmaker, uh, I'm probably going to be in control of our team a bit. So, I'll, I'll, well, as far as I know, I'm putting my hand up to play every game. So, yeah, it's going to be good. The Kiwis coach Stephen Kearney is also in town for the tournament in his role as the Brisbane Broncos assistant coach. Kearney says the tournament's good for the development of younger players ahead of the NRL season. It gives us an opportunity to look at, um, you know, particularly some, you know, some of the younger guys that uh, are part of the squad, and, and um, um, you know, I know they're um, looking forward to it. You know, there's a, you know, there's a good 20 blokes back at, you know, back in Brisbane who are still. Um, doing pre-season training so uh, I know the boys out here are thankful that they're not back there um, yeah so it's a you know it's a real opportunity for them to get out there and you know see you know see what they can offer us um, these guys who I'm sure if, if they show something you know this weekend then you know it'll, um, you know help their chances of you know, pushing up uh, in, in Wayne's uh, calculations so you know that's a uh, you know, that's what this weekend's about for us. How did you as a coaching group approach coaching nines? Have you had many sessions to, to do um, uh, Two. Um, and they consisted of, I think they were three and a half minute halves. So that's a total of uh, seven minutes. So yeah, we've had 14 minutes of, um, of nines training. How's that worked out for you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Actually, I think one of the, the, the team... The team um, that's not coming to the nines, they beat the nines oh. team. So, uh, but that was okay. That's what it was all about. Is it nice for you guys and players to be able to have, I guess, a more relaxed sort of start to the season with this? You get a bit of fan engagement, and it's not, I guess, during the season, it's pretty a bit of a grind. A bit of a, yeah, a bit full on. Yeah, it is. I mean, um, you know, the guys have. I think you know the attitude. You, see, you know, the sun's out. And, um, just the feeling, you know, around the city. Um, I think you know really contributes to that. Um, it was a you know carnival type atmosphere last year, and I, and I think you know the way the games played, um, you know, helps that, encourages that. So um, you know this year I think you know there's, there's, a, there's a fair few uh, more stars have come. You know, mainly you look at Cherry Evans and Kieran. And, um, you know, so I, I think um, you know that you know that's saying something for the tournament. That's Kiwis coach and Brisbane Broncos assistant coach Stephen Kearney. The Chiefs coach Dave Rennie signed a two-year contract extension with the Super Rugby franchise this week, taking his tenure through to the end of 2017. The 51-year-old won the Super Rugby title in his first year with the side in 2012 and then defended it the following season. Rennie still harbours dreams of coaching the All Blacks and an overseas club at some point but told Joe Porter that he never considered seriously leaving the franchise despite receiving several offers from overseas clubs. It was pretty simple. Um, we're really happy here. I, I, I enjoy what I do. I get to work with some great people and, and the game that I love, so that was a pretty simple decision. And uh, the speculation that you had been contemplating offers to move overseas, was there any truth behind those rumours? Oh, I, I talked about the fact that at some stage we'd like to coach overseas, and, and not necessarily international. Uh, you know, maybe a club side or whatever. And obviously, I've been talking with the Chiefs for a number of months and around extending the contract. And so, uh, you know, I never really aggressively 
chased anything. So, um, yeah, we're certainly happy to stay in New Zealand and think it's the right move for us at this stage. With the success you've had already as coach of the Chiefs and, and the calibre of players you've managed to recruit in the off-season, uh, there's certainly an element of expectation levelled on you guys, but that's probably something you're quite used to by now. Yeah, it's a good thing. I, I know when, when we all arrived here for 2012, there wasn't a hell of a lot of expectation about anything. So the fact now that you know, the locals expect us to win it, I think it's a good thing. And so we certainly want that expectation within the squad because um, we know we've got to up the ante every year and we've got to be better and you know it's a hell of a tough competition and and so you know you need to get it right week by week and so you know there's challenges around that but um, I think the expectation is a good thing. Does it being a World Cup year make it any different for you as, as a coach approaching the super season? Oh it does um, mainly mainly because of um, access to players we've we've made a commitment to New Zealand that will give uh, the players a couple of weeks off obviously we want want the All Blacks to go away and win a World Cup, but we've also got you know, responsibilities to our supporters and our sponsors and so on. So uh, we've just got to make sure that we, we manage those sort of things well because we want our All Blacks firing at the end of the season and, and going on to win a World Cup. The timing of the contract through to 2017, a little bit of speculation that Mr Hansen may be stepping down from his national role then. Uh, that's coincidental, really. I mean, um, we've been talking for months um, with the Chiefs and with New Zealand around us and... So it was. Um, it was always going to be a two-year extension on my current contract, which ends at end of fifteen. So, so yeah, that's no, coincidental, as it turns out. Have you ever had any thoughts about coaching another Super Rugby franchise in New Zealand, or do you think if you did leave the Chiefs, it would be to go overseas or to a, a higher role within New Zealand rather than another Super franchise? Yeah, I know. There's no way. There's no way I'd coach uh, any other Super team in, in New Zealand. And um, uh, yeah, certainly, if I wasn't coaching Chiefs, I'd be. Uh, looking head away, so, um, but you know, that'll be after 17. Dave Rennie talking to Joe Porter. The New Zealand referee Ben O'Keefe has been added to the Sansa referee squad for the upcoming Super Rugby season. O'Keefe has featured in the Heartland Championship, the ITM Cup, and as a Super Rugby assistant, and at the 2014 Junior World Championship, where he earned the appointment to the final between England and South Africa. His father Peter also refereed at provincial level, and when he's not in the middle, O'Keefe practices as an eye doctor in Wellington. O'Keefe has just returned from a Super Rugby referees training camp in Sydney and spoke to Vinnie Wiley about the season and the challenges that lie ahead in what can often seem a lonely and controversial role. A lot of people say that, look, you're out in the middle and you know, it must, must be pretty tough when you're trying to make all these decisions by yourself. But, I mean, especially within the New Zealand group of referees, and I know the Sandler group of referees, um, you know, we're all very close in terms of um, communicating ideas, um, challenges we've had, um, and sharing those, um, you know, the, the, the way forward. So, you know, from, from everyone's experience, everyone's got their own experiences um, throughout um, their refereeing careers. And, you know, the best thing is that we all understand that, you know, we need to share, we need to work together to basically make ourselves better and also um, the competitions that we're in. So I think there's a really good relationship between everyone, um, you know, like a team. And um, I think you can, you know, you can see that on the field. Hopefully, when you know we get some good results. What differences is there in the step up to Super Rugby, which is obviously the professional guys week in week out? Um, is there adjustments you have to make to your game, or in terms of you know, there's obviously added uh, viewership, added scrutiny, added everything really? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's all of those sort of elements that I'm going to have to 
really plan and deal with this year. And I guess I've already started that with um, just my planning that's been going on. You know, over the last few seasons, I've had some pretty been pretty lucky with the experiences I've had in terms of the games I've been um, appointed to. And I know that each game that I've had is probably preparing me for um, you know what's to come this year and hopefully the years after. Um, but you know, with with that realization, I know that yeah, there's going to be added pressures in terms of the level of the game, the speed of the game. I guess the best thing is is that that type of you know that excites me. And what sort of areas is the refereeing panel focusing on this year? There's always certain things that you guys want to improve on or, or certain targets that you have. Is there anything that's changed for 2015? Any certain you know parts of the game that are, you guys are focusing on? There's nothing that we're actually we're going out there to drastically change. I think I think we've got it right in terms of the importance of building on what went well in 2014. You know we want to be able to provide boundaries so that players can you know showcase their talents and teams can you know uh, win really good games. And we want, we want spectators to be able to view a game and understand. Yes, I, I understand that decision that the referee made because um, the referee that was refereeing uh, last weekend made that, that decision. I know that they're going to make the same decision the week the week after. People obviously see a referee out on a Saturday afternoon or a Friday Saturday night on the TV uh, and see him in the middle doing his thing for 80 minutes. But you know, going into the preparation for a game and especially Super Rugby in the professional environment that you're stepping up to, uh, you know, what do you guys have to do during the week preparing for that game and? Uh, or reviewing that game afterwards, what else goes into it? That's probably one of the biggest learnings that um, developed over the last few years is that how key preparation is, and it's not just preparation in terms of how many kilometres you can run during the week and you know what you what you can do in terms of reviewing the game that you did the weekend before, but a lot of it's about uh, the mental preparation, um, visualising you know the game you've got ahead, um, thinking about key moments, how you're going to react. With technology these days, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of watching videos and just getting the pictures in your head, um, getting them correct so that when you're on the field, you can just make that, that split-second um, decision. And uh, obviously, uh, Ben, with your uh, day job, so to speak, uh, as, as a doctor, as an eye doctor, a few people having a bit of fun with that in terms of uh, the crossovers with obviously being the man in the middle that's got to see things. I guess that's something you've got used to. I did notice that. talking to a few, few of the colleagues around the place, and it's a nice little um, little element there, and, and I'm sure it's not going to stop uh, any time soon. But no, I mean I love I love the job I'm doing um, right now during the week, and you know I feel that the the element that both of them provide in terms of structure of my week, but also the way I deal with people and communication, and um, you know really I think they both complement each other. And um, I wouldn't be a ref- the referee I am now if I, I didn't have my uh, my job during the week sort of challenging challenging me too. That's new Super Rugby referee Ben O'Keefe talking to Vinnie Wiley. Nick Bryant, Mike Fraser, Glenn Jackson and Chris Pollock are the other New Zealand Super Rugby referees. The Wellington Phoenix are back on the pitch in the A-League football competition come Monday night when they play 7th place to Brisbane in Brisbane. The sides had a month off while the Australian club... The sides had a month off while the Australian clubs competed in the early rounds of the Asian Cup competition... They're currently fourth in the A-League behind leaders Perth, but have a game in hand and can The Phoenix are currently fourth in the competition. The Phoenix are currently fourth in the A-League competition behind leaders Perth, but they have a game in hand and can return to second place with a win over Brisbane. Given the given the Phoenix were performing well before their break, skipper Andrew Durant is unsure just whether the time off will prove to be a good thing.
We've just tried to keep the same intensity, the same training sessions as we've been doing throughout the season. Um, obviously not playing games is a lot different for us this time of the year, but um, you know we've tried to replicate that with, with playing internal games. And Look, I think the intensity's been really good. I think the attitude's been, been great from everyone, and um, everyone's just itching to get out there on, on Monday and, and play again. I mean, Ernie's made the comment he was happy enough for the break to come along. Would you have liked to have maybe kept going? Yeah, look, hindsight is a is a great thing, and you know maybe, um, but you know we, we were on a good roll. Maybe you want to keep going, but uh, also we, we get Roy back now, we get Burnsy back from um, duty, so we'll be full strength going into that. So there's a positive, um, and yeah, we, we just want to get out there and continue as we've left off. What, what did you do over though? You had what five days away, completely from the game. Yeah, went up to Napier with the family and just spent a bit of family time, just um, chilled out in the nice, in the nice warmth. So it was nice. A few boys, um, you know, went off and saw family and stuff. So it was a nice little break, which we don't normally get at that time of the year. Um, but yeah, we got straight back into it after that, and uh, it's been quite intense. We've been doing some pre-season type sessions, a lot of running, a lot of fitness stuff to make sure the the levels are there when we start again. So it's it's actually been uh, quite enjoyable. And Ernie said you're running around in the full track suits to try and prepare for that Brisbane heat. How have you coped with that? Yeah, the Wellington, the Wellington weather's been really good, so it's almost helped us acclimatise, um, you know, just from training normally. But yeah, uh, Ernie got us to put the full track suit on and, and training that the other day, just so we can uh, replicate some training sessions under fatigue. And um, you know, they were quite difficult for us. Uh, don't want to do too many of those again. But um, yeah, it's great. Look, I mean, we're, we're, we're exhausting all avenues to make sure we're ready for um, the game on Monday. Who struggled the most? I think Rolly. Rolly was whinging the whole time, so Rolly would have struggled the most. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of a buzz, isn't there? You're getting recognised around the streets of Wellington. Yeah, it's been nice. It's um, you know, obviously, people knew who we were before, but uh, you know, a lot more random people are coming up to you where they probably wouldn't have before, and, and just to say congratulations, you guys are doing great, and and keep it up, and um, you know, it's really noticeable at the moment. So it's it's great. We want to make sure we, we continue on this run, and, and you know, make this um, city really proud. Has that been an odd feeling? I mean, you've been here a while, and the, the and the various struggles. So I mean, what what's that made you feel like? Oh, it's nice, proud. Um, you know, it's, it, it makes us feel we're doing something right, and um, people are really appreciative of that. Often you can you can play really well, and you might not get the plaudits, or, or people come up to you and say anything. But it's nice, Wellington people are, are quite friendly and, and are happy to do that, which is nice. And, and, and we welcome that as players. That um, you know, if you want to come up and say we're doing well, um, you know, it's great. So yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Brisbane, I mean, away have always been a, a, a struggle. Given the place you're in, the way you played against them last time, you must go into that, this match. Confident, yeah, very confident. Um, you know, I thought we played one of our better games against Brisbane. Uh, you know, they're the reigning champions, and, and we took the game to them, pressed them really high, pressed them really well, um, took our chances. And if we can do that again, then there's no reason why we can't get our. I think it'll be our first ever win uh, at Suncorp Stadium. But um, you know, you know, we're not concentrating on just winning. We, we want to make sure we're playing well. And if we play well and everyone does their jobs, then the results will look after themselves. That's certainly not the same team without the likes of Barista, are they? No, look, they've obviously struggled a bit. Um, you know, there's a few clubs that have struggled this year, and you know, we're just focusing on ourselves. We're, we're doing the right things at the moment, and we want to make sure we keep doing that. But um, from what I understand, they might get a few players back from uh, injury and that, so they, they might be a bit more um, strengthened. I think they've gone in the market and bought a couple of players too. But um, look, we're fully focused on just what we have to do. I was talking to Phoenix captain Andrew Durante. 14-year-old Amelia Kerr played a key part in helping the Wellington Blaze to their third National 2020 cricket title recently. The year 10 Tower College League spinner and batting prodigy took three wickets with just 19 runs in her four overs as Wellington beat Otago in the final. Last year, she became the first player to score a T20 hundred on the Wellington Basin Reserve, which was playing for Tower College girls 
when she was playing for the Tawa College Girls First Eleven against Wellington Girls. She spoke to Barry Guy about her achievements so far. I started playing when I was about five or six, but I always liked football better until I started playing hardball, and then I liked cricket better. When we got to hardball, like being able to bat for a long time, and also with like football, I mean with cricket, it's or it's a team sport, but you can also do like your um, own performance gets recognised as well. I'm assuming you've had plenty of help from your dad at least. He was pretty good in his time. Um, so what what sort of things has he helped you with? He kind of got me started in like year six, like before school I'd go down and practice at the nets and like I'd bowl in our cul-de-sac to him and then when I started bowling spin when I was about year seven, he um, got me a coach, Ivan, to Sarah, who's co-coach of the Blaze now. Weren't you more a bats person? In boys cricket, I bat, and but then for the Blaze, I'm a bowler. I do both, but just depends what team I'm in. I played with a school boys team in my year group. How's that been? Um, you know, you're uh, accepted all right? Yeah, all, all of them are, like, most of my mates, so... And I've played cricket with them since I was little as well. Where do you sort of bat in the order there? I open the batting for them. So have you made a rep team? I was in the Wellington under 15 for boys for indoor cricket and like for girls under 15s and under 21s and the blaze. And then I'm in a, a New Zealand under 18 squad for indoor. And then I just played in the under 20 World Cup indoor. And your time with the Blaze this summer, I, you, I understand you've played every game for them. How's it been fitting in with them? It's been really cool. They like, looked after me and been nice as well. There was like me and two other people who were de- on our debut. So I made it special for us and yeah, they're really good. Have you had people that you've looked up to even you know when you were younger in cricket? Um, yeah, I've always looked up Sarah Taylor and Sophie Devine. They're um, like the two women women cricketers that I've um, like always followed and watched and stuff. Have you? Do you know Shane Warne? Just talking about league spinners. Um, yeah, I watch her like videos of him, like learn stuff or like try to learn new um, balls to bowl. Leg spin would have to be one of the most difficult things to learn, wouldn't it? Yes, I think so. Well, there's, there's not many leg spinners in um, cricket. And I think there's only four in the comp for the women's stuff. Why did you pick leg spin, perhaps? Well, I didn't really pick it. Um, I was just bowling pace and our um, cul-de-sac to dad. And then, like, when... My sister went inside, I was just mucking around with Dad, bowling, like, telling him that I'm going to try bowl leg spin. And then he said, oh, that's quite good. And so um, he he just said to keep practising it, and then I just kept bowling it. Do you think you have to choose between batting and bowling, or perhaps you'll be an all-rounder? Yeah, I'd like to be an all-rounder when I'm, like, older. Like, for the blaze, be an all-rounder. 
is batting something you're going to have to, uh, you know, as you get older and stronger, perhaps that'll come on? Yeah, I think I want, once I get bigger and stronger, that the batting will come on, like just hitting the ball harder is, will be a key for me. So you're only 14. Do you have plans for the future? I want to, like, play in the White Ferns and play it for a, the White Ferns at a World Cup one day as well. Maybe, like, get in when I'm like, 18 or 19 and then just become an all-rounder for, like, the top cricket I play. That's Wellington cricket prodigy Amelia Kerr talking to Barry Guy. And that brings us to the end of Extra Time for another week. Remember, if you wish to contact us, you can email us at sport at radionz.co.nz and you can follow us on Twitter at RNZ Sport. On behalf of the Extra Time team, I'm Stephen Hewson. Bye for now. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold and our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.